Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants, indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. Uh, Miller Lite, great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. And as always, please celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces, Fewer calories and carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. You are listening to the Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Hour two on this Friday. Dan and the Dan, it's Dan Patrick Show. Breeze through the first hour. Spend some time talking about the games last night. Games coming up tonight. We'll do a little more of that this hour. Clark Kellogg, former college basketball player, All-American, and uh, played at Ohio State. Of course, played in the NBA as well on loan from CBS Sports. We will get to more of your phone calls. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. It's a meat Friday. That means the Traegers are fired up. Pesto chicken sandwiches with tomato and fresh mozzarella and curly fries. Who has it better than we do? Nobody. Say good morning if you're watching on Peacock. Good morning. Peacock's got your next movie night ready. Megan. Fritzy, do you do your impersonation? Megan. Megan, there you go. Megan is certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes and streaming now. You can't just say Megan. You gotta that's why you gotta scam people. Megan. I gotta see Megan. <laughs> Who's gonna see Megan? Megan. <laughs> it's a difference in that, because it could be Megan. And it might be some, you know, light comedy, a rom com, Megan. What lies beneath? What lies beneath <laughs> in a world. <laughs> I still love when the trailers start that way. In a world. You got me right there. That's all you have to say. In a world, Megan. That'll be on Peacock. Uh, Let's see. You can download the app and you can watch this show for free. K-State has everything you need in a Cinderella except for their seed. They're a three seed, but they feel like they're a Cinderella story beating Michigan State in overtime. This is why we watch March Madness. Because... You think you know what's going to happen, or you hope what's going to happen, but it never goes as scripted. UConn rolls Arkansas. Gonzaga gets by UCLA. Florida Atlantic comes back, beats Tennessee. So tonight, San Diego State against Alabama. San Diego State getting 7.5. Miami getting 7.5 against Houston. Princeton getting 10 versus Creighton. And Xavier getting 4.5 against Texas. There'll be a game tonight. Maybe two, maybe all of them, where we go, wow. And last night, you had the wow factor. You had Marquise Noel, rolls his ankle, plays in the second half, 
has 19 assists. That's the all-time record. I think, was that Mark Wade at oh, UNLV? Yes, I think he had 18, 18 back then. Mark Wade, for some reason. Greg Anthony might be up there as well for all-time assist. But uh, it was fun last night. Florida Atlantic, I mean, that wasn't a, an exciting game. Uh, Florida Atlantic just kind of realized Tennessee is good at defense. Can we solve that? Because they're not very good at offense. And Florida Atlantic... Here we have another nine seed or lower to advance to the Elite Eight. Uh, let's see. Marquise Noel, so far he has 64 points, 42 assists, 11 steals. There have been five players in the last 30 years to have at least those numbers. In a single tournament, T.J. Ford, Andre Miller, Bobby Hurley, and Greg Anthony of UNLV. Stat of the day, stat of the day, that stat of the day, stat of the day. Here comes that what stat of the day. Stop. Some of the other news, pro day yesterday, Bryce Young. And if you wanted to have at least a decision to make, I think Carolina has that now. By all accounts, Bryce Young put on a great display. It still comes back to, and I was told by a scout this morning, I don't care how tall he is or isn't. I care how big he is. And he didn't want to get weighed. He refused to get weighed yesterday, which I found interesting. Because I think he's going to be playing at maybe a buck 90 to start his career. Now, he was, what, 204 at the Combine, but you can load up to get to 204. I think that these teams have to realize that Bryce Young is going to, he's always going to be 5'10". And he's probably going to be, you know, 190. He's not built the way Russell Wilson is. He's not built the way Kyler Murray is. You know, they're they're built with football and baseball bodies. Bryce Young is slight. But what they love about him is his uh, sense of anticipation. He's very bright. And now this is from the scout. Uh, He releases up high, which is obviously great. But he might be a Doug Flutie type because Flutie, Flutie came along at the wrong time. He did win the Heisman, but Doug Flutie in today's college football or NFL landscape would be highly thought of. Uh, he was just a great athlete playing quarterback, but we got caught up in how tall he was or wasn't. And Flutie never really got a great chance to play. Bryce Young is going to get a chance and he's going to go in the top five, but C.J. Stroud still feels like he's the guy because if you're going to check the boxes, C.J. Stroud and Bryce Young do sort of the same things. Maybe Bryce is a a better athlete, but C.J. Stroud, as the scout said, I watched him, but I also watched the game against Georgia. And I'll take more out of the – what they're trying to do is he had a lot of time in the pocket, okay, when he doesn't have time in the pocket, how good is he? And the same, they're, they're doing that with Bryce Young. Because if you have a clean pocket and you're in college, you're going to complete 60% of your passes. And you're going to have those wide receivers at those schools. You're going to, it'd be difficult to not put up great numbers. What they want to see is when there's adversity. What do you do? Pocket collapses. Do you stay in there? Do you take a hit? Can you run? Can you extend? All of these things that they factor in, not only with what they see at a pro day, but, you know, even the scout said, I don't get anything out of a pro day. I mean, I do get to see him in person, but, you know, I saw him at the combine. 
you look at Bryce Young, and they're going to single out the Texas game because that's where you saw somebody drag a team to a victory on the road, and there was adversity there. That's what they're looking for, at least the scout that I spoke to this morning. We exchanged text messages because I said, Bryce Young, question mark. And he said, you know, he's what we expect him to be. You know, he's, he's very accurate. He's smart. And the anticipation is really important because that's where you throw somebody open. In college, you're open. In the NFL, you throw players open. And there's a big, big difference in that. Stat of the day is always brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. A couple of phone calls in here as we get started. Uh, Ryan in West Virginia. Hi, Ryan. What's on your mind? Ryan, West Virginia, 62190. Right. Hi, Ryan. Do you think that the Big 12, in um, being in the last three NCAA championships, winning two of them, has taken the crown as being the perennial basketball conference. We see the parity in the conference now with Kansas State and Texas still alive in the tournament. And, of course, next year they're adding Houston. Almost like um, the Big East of old is just stacking teams to be the powerhouse conference. What do you guys think? Well, you are losing Texas and you're losing Oklahoma, uh, getting Houston. But it feels like you're, 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 the crown is on loan from the ACC. Or maybe the SEC. Uh, North Carolina down a little bit. Duke, I thought, was going to make a deeper run here. But what you've seen, you know, Kansas State, the entire Big 12. I mean, that was really, really competitive. And that's why you got all those teams in the tournament. But Kansas State, I think, and I totally underrated them. I would watch them and I thought, all right, got a good team there. And I like their coach. In fact, this is what uh, their coach had to say after the win last night, Jerome Tang, post-game interview on the court. Coach, you had a shirt on yesterday in practice that said crazy faith on it. How much crazy faith did you have to have in those last 20 seconds? Oh, yeah. I mean, we got a ton of faith in each other. They have faith in me. I got faith in every one of these guys right here. They probably did more coaching than I did. I just try to love them, man. And when you love people, it's amazing what you can accomplish. I saw you two going at it over a couple of timeout arguments and play call arguments. That's the kind of relationship you have, though. What was it like in those final seconds with the timeout battle between coaches you know where we was at it was a place of fire but we practice in a place of fire all the time so he was ready for it this is a bad boy right here a bad boy. it sounded like kevin hart and james in virginia <laughs> <laughs> hey brother <laughs> a little bit of a little bit of kevin hart in there yeah, Paul. It, it felt like the coach was going to say whatever he wanted to oh, say. It didn't, this is it didn't matter what the question was. Uh, coach, real quick, 20 seconds left. You're trying to get the play to Johnson. I love over these the- guys. I love the man. That they've been bought. That is a bad man right there. Uh, no, I was asking you about the play. I love them in crazy faith, brother, and hail to the commanders. <laughs> hey, good morning, brother. Hey, <laughs> Kansas State. They did good. Oh, James, sorry. Yeah. Uh, he's, st- he's still white. It's still funny. It's great. Love that enthusiasm. And this time of the year, I mean, this is a team that had, what, two starters coming back, and they were picked for last. And all of a sudden, it starts to click. You know, you get a, you get a transfer in who didn't even know if he could play anymore, collapsed on the floor. 
He's playing last night. Marquise Noel, wonderful. Yeah, Marv. Doesn't a Marquise Noel story happen almost every year where you get a guy from a certain area? And I'm sure St. John's fans are like, where was nobody, you know, looking for this guy? How come, you know, we passed on this guy? It's like almost like Steph Curry when he was yeah. at Davidson. Yeah. I'm sure Roy, Roy Williams and Coach K got asked that question all the they time did. after the tournament. They did. And they would answer it by telling you who they did recruit instead of Steph Curry. And you'd go, okay. I mean, that guy was a high school All-American and, you know, probably a five-star basketball player. But uh, Keontae Johnson turned down $5 million to play at K-State. And he could have had a... Uh, uh, an insurance policy. The NCAA has an insurance policy for players that are determined to possibly have a career past college, but they won't be able to play any longer. And uh, he collapsed uh, on the floor when his junior season at Florida. And he was the SEC preseason player of the year. He was going to be a first-round pick, widely considered to be a first-round talent. And then he had not played basketball in a while. Uh, Oak Hill Academy... But then you have Drew Timmy. I mean, he did it again. It's like you watch and you go, how many points he got? Like he had half his team's points uh, through the first like 10 minutes. But uh, he had 36 and 13. I don't think he's going to have 36 and 13 against Connecticut. But Timmy is one of three players since seeding began in 1979 to have at least 35 and 12 rebounds against a two seed or higher. Shaq did it against Indiana, and Larry Bird did it versus DePaul. Start of the day, 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 start of the day. Timmy could come back an extra year, but we talked to Seth Davis from CBS. He said he's not coming back, but he could. And I don't know how we're going to remember him. You know, like Christian Leitner, to me, is one of the top five players in college basketball history because look at what the end result was. He was a great player for a great program and was big in big moments. Drew Timmy is putting up these numbers where you go, okay, he's good, but, you know, is he going to be like, you know, the ninth guy on the bench for the Timberwolves? And we tend to look at that like how successful you are in the pros, and that can factor in on how good you were in college. So Timmy has seven tournament games with at least 25 points. That ties him with Bill Bradley and Oscar Robertson for third most all-time. Elvin Hayes and Jerry West tied for first. So, I mean, just right there, that I would take that paragraph if I'm Drew Timmy, and I would frame it. I'd blow it up. I'd make a billboard out of that thing. Hey, you can't mention my name without mentioning Jerry West and Oscar Robertson and Bill Bradley, Elvin Hayes. And Connecticut, to me, is the team to beat. Based on what we've seen so far, they, uh, they're winning by at least 15 points. And the last time that happened for a team that's seeded four or lower, Kansas, a number four seed back in uh, 2004. It's impressive. That's a deep team and uh, a big team as well. Yeah, Paul. Did you see the big man Armando Armando Baycott for UNC is returning for his fifth year? Yeah. Fifth year as a starter, basically. Yeah. He's going to have probably all the ACC records when he's done, and he'll probably be a nice pro, nice power forward, whatever it may be. That, that was a surprise, too, that he's coming back. Well, it's like Tyler Hansbrough is the all-time leading scorer, but you have to be good enough 
to do that, but not great enough that you're going to leave after one or two or three years. Yes, yes, Marv. You might not be able to have the NBA skill set. Yeah. Is that what you're trying to say? Something like that. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But because there were certain guys from uh, Arkansas yesterday. Oh, where, they had skill set. Oh, they had some skills. <laughs> but UConn just had a deeper team with, like, grown men. Yes. You had a bunch of, like, really good 18 and 19-year-olds, but UConn's been together for three years. By the way, uh, my gambling podcast, we recorded that yesterday. So you have Shea and Irving, Bad Larry, and Dylan, the graphics guy. And we talk about a variety of things, but we do eventually get around to those guys placing bets. And uh, yesterday we got onto the topic of why do guys lie when they go to their doctors? Here is just a little portion of Dan Patrick Takes a Gamble. But, you know, we lie to our doctor, even though that doctor is there to help us. Only drink on the weekends, Doc. <laughs> <I know. laughs> yeah. so like, if you have four to five, you're an alcoholic. They say like, four to five a day, you're like a binge drinker. You're talking how many drinks you have a week. I say none. Honest, none, but I didn't, I didn't think they counted beer. <laughs> I, I kind of like that logic. <laughs> so that's bad Larry. He didn't realize that when you go to the doctor and he asks you, how many drinks do you have? None. Because he doesn't have mixed drinks. Bad Larry only drinks beer. Uh, a lot of fun. You can uh, listen to the podcast. I don't know if these guys are any good at gambling, but uh, they are entertaining. Shea and Irving, Bad Larry. We got to the... Uh, the genesis of the nickname Bad Larry. And uh, Larry explains that on the podcast. You have to tune into the podcast to find out why is bad, That's a tease right bad, why is bad Larry called Bad Larry? Bad Lawrence. Yes. Bad Liar is, is what he, he calls himself. All right, we'll take a break. Uh, Clark Kellogg set to join us. More phone calls as well. We're back after this. Dan Patrick Show. GetRefunds.com is here to help you. You're not sure about get refunds? You haven't heard about this? Well, if you listen to this show, you have. GetRefunds.com has already helped clients claim over $3 billion in payroll tax refunds. Now, this is through the Employee Retention Credit, or ERC. It's going to take you less than 10 minutes. See if you qualify. See if your business qualifies for the assistance. Now, your business may be eligible for a payroll tax refund of up to $26,000 per employee kept on payroll during COVID. There's no charge up front. They do all the work. They don't get paid until your business gets its uh, refund. You have nothing to lose here. A lot of businesses probably don't believe they'll qualify based off incomplete or outdated information. Don't let the opportunity pass you by because the payroll tax refund is only available for a limited amount of time. And once again, it is a refund. GetRefunds.com. GetRefunds.com. Good luck and tell them we sent you. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. 
I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling. Only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? Or I don't know, take over a minute to down a two-liter? Well, if you have, then you're going to love pick six. It's the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how you play it during the playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they will have more or less of a stat. Rebounds, points, assists, and more. Also, you track your picks, play against others for a shot to win at some big cash prizes. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now. Use the promo code DPSHOW for a chance to win huge cash prizes. That's code DPSHOW. Only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick6states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. Not that you have to have a reason to play Stevie Wonder music, but we're playing Stevie Wonder music today. Marvin handling the uh, ones and twos there. All day. This song right here, this will make you love your spouse more. Really? You listen to the lyrics of this song, you'll love your spouse even more. Really? Okay. By the way, the uh, DP Show newsletter available daily at 6 Eastern, 3 Pacific. Sign up, go to danpatrick.com. Enter your email address in the box that slides out bottom right corner. Clark Kellogg joining us, the uh, CBS College basketball analyst. Now, he was a great high school player. Great college player. Very good players. Uh, uh, how long did he play in the NBA? Eight, uh, eight years? I think seven years. Seven years. Came okay. in averaging 20 for the Pacers. Okay, all right. Let's go around the room. The best player that Clark Kellogg faced in college, that might be hard because you have to remember who he was facing in the Big Ten. How about his entire career, the best player he ever faced? Todd, I'll start with you. I'm going to say Larry Bird. Okay. Seton? Yeah, Larry Bird's a good one. That's where I was going. All right. Marvin? Magic. Oh, okay. Paulie? I'm going to throw out because he was such a great defensive player when Clark was in the pros. I'm going to go Hakeem Olajuwon. Ooh. Ooh. I'm going to go uh, I'm gonna go Larry Bird here. Let's bring in Clark Kellogg, the former Ohio State Buckeye. Indiana Pacer, the best player you played against was? There were a ton of them in the early 80s. I got drafted in 82. Played only five years, guys. Uh, really three when you think number of games because of my left knee given up on me as far as playing basketball. But Bird clearly is on the list. But the hardest guy for me to defend was Bernard King. Wow. Yeah, because he was um, an unbelievable scorer, had all the shots you needed to score from 20 feet and in. And it seemed like the Knicks at that time, 
Hubie Brown was coaching them. It seemed like they ran 65% of their plays <laughs> for him. <laughs> I remember asking him because I think he was around 6'5", Clark. Is that was six, for- six, yeah, I give him six, six, okay. six, six, six and a half. Long arms, though, so played a little taller than what he was. But, man, he was relentless in attacking you and attacking the basket. And I and I, he, I think he averaged 33 and a half one year. And what he, I said, how do you get your shot off against bigger guys, taller guys? He said uh, he started to shoot as he's turning around. Yes, he, he yes, didn't, he yes. didn't turn around to shoot. No, he, he no. went up and turned. That's right. And it was rare yep. if you got a piece of, of his shot there. Underrated. Yeah, quick release. Yeah, very underrated. Tremendous score. Great tenacity and ferocity when it came to playing the game and scoring the basketball. So he was a difficult guy for me to deal with personally. Marcus Johnson was in his heyday, too, at that time and um, was problematic. Um, but hopefully I made it tough for the guys who had to deal with <laughs> me for that for that short time that I was in the league. Well, you were too nice. I'm sure Larry Bird didn't trash talk you because you're a nice guy. <laughs> He was non-discriminatory <laughs> in, regards to, <laughs> in regards to who got Wait, what would he son? say to you? You're one of the nicest guys on the planet. What could like... <laughs> well, I didn't get the brunt of it, uh, as I've heard over the years. You know, get your hands off of me. It's going to be a long night. You know, that kind of stuff. You can't guard me. You know, and he would do it like a ventriloquist. <laughs> Because you couldn't see his mouth move. <laughs> Was that because of the mustache? That may have been part of it. That may have been part of it. But, man, I will tell you this. I mean, we had a game. We were, you know, we were struggling in the early 80s. Hadn't quite gotten. It was right before Reggie got there in 87 and then Smith's in 88 and the Davis boys. I was part of those teams as a broadcaster. Never got to play with Reggie, but I retired in 87. But there was a time when we actually – found a way to beat the Celtics. Didn't happen. I think we beat them once. I hit a last-second shot. We played them tough in the game. Then had in the, in the quirk of the schedule, sometimes you would play the same team back-to-back. One time at your place, and then you'd go there. And we had – I don't know. I don't I don't know if Bird had played well or if he was frustrated. Anytime he came back to Indiana, you sensed he was a little more focused. Um, but anyway, we had played them well the night before – the game before. And then, like, within a few days, we had to go to the Garden. And – um he proceeded to, to drop um, 53 on, on me and whoever else was guarding him <laughs> that night. And uh, I'll never forget that. It was, a, it was a different level of focus from one of the greatest <laughs> players of all time. Do you yeah. think we'll get somebody scoring 90 points in a game? In the NBA? Yeah. Um, yeah, I wouldn't say. Heck, I didn't think we were going to see a 16 beat a one in the tournament in my broadcasting career, and it's happened twice in five years. <laughs> and so I'm uh, slowly but surely getting to the point where I won't say never. Yeah. I um, mean, the way the game is played now, Dan, I think it can happen. I mean, shoot, it's going 160, 170 um, more regularly than in past years. So, yeah, I think we'll probably see somebody um, approach 93 digits. I don't, I don't know, but but ninety seems uh, feasible at some point in the not too distant future. I'm wondering if uh, the blueprint for success in college basketball is maybe shying away a little bit more from the one and done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think you're seeing that shift. I do because of the transfer portal. On um, the additional COVID year that was added, um, I think expires next year, Dan. But it has 
created older teams, mm. uh, more older players. And some of the players that perhaps started at the non-power conference level by virtue of an additional year or two have become really good college players at 23 or 24 years old. And that has added to some of the parity we see. And I think you're right because there are other avenues for guys who really aren't interested in going to college and want to get their pro career started, you know, with the G League and the Ignite team. So there are other pathways if you're not interested in taking the college route. I do think you're going to see a little more of that shifting away from um, one and does. I think for one, there some many of them will elect to just go straight to pursuing a pro career like you would in Europe. I mean, those young, you know, Dantich and other guys, they've been pros well before they got to the United States. I mean, at 15, 16 years old, they're identified and tapped and tapped by clubs, and then they begin their pro journey. And so I think you'll see a little more of that. And as a result, um, you will see some of what we've um, seen over the last decade and a half. And it's kind of been amplified, I think, the last two years. Part of it is COVID. Part of it is obviously the transfer portal. Talking to Clark Kellogg, CBS Sports College basketball analyst. What surprised you last night? The brilliance of Marquise Noel was just something to behold. I mean, to set a tournament record with assists in a game that Michigan State played well enough um, to win on most nights. I mean, the turnovers were a problem, and they couldn't corral Noel, and his brilliance shined through when it needed to most. Uh, that was special. I don't necessarily know if it was surprising because he had been he's been playing that way all season. For the most part, he's been carrying that team. He's the undisputed leader. Um, I tell you what, the play Gonzaga called down one, that was a designated play, Dan. That was not this kid decided to shoot that three. They that's, called that play. That's the Villanova trailer play. Yes, that's the Villanova trailer. looked exactly like it, and that kid stepped into it, wasn't thinking about anything else but stroking that three. And that – me and Charles and Kenny were watching. I said, they called that play, you know, as it's unfolding, <laughs> and he let it fly. We're like, what? And it just – that was that was mildly surprising to see that play call, not to attack the rim. You're down – were you down there? Two? At the, no, you're down, were you down one or two there? You were down – I can't remember. I've lost my mind now. I can't remember if it was one or two. They were, It was one. It was one. They were only down one. They, were only, they went up two when he made it. So they are down one after Amari Bailey had hit that three. But to call that play, that was – that was pretty pretty surprising and gutsy and uh, great theater. Great theater. But UCLA did defend it. They were ready for it. He he hit the – I mean, they jumped out on it. Yeah, but he was waved. He was like right at the – he was almost at half court. I mean, he was between the top of the three-point line yeah. and the half court logo. And it's really hard to – you're right. I think they did reasonably well defending it. But, man, he stepped into that thing with great confidence. And what a shot. What a game. What a finish. What do you expect tonight? What would be surprising to you tonight? Wow. That's a really good question. Um, I don't know what would qualify as surprising. I'm just going to enjoy the ride because we know, and we've already seen it this year, and we've seen it in past tournaments, that they're coming. It's hard <laughs> to predict where, they, where they're going to come from and in what fashion the surprise. But like Princeton is a 10-point underdog against Creighton. That, would that shock but, you? 
No, it wouldn't shock me because they are one of the best rebounding teams in the country. They've got multiple playmakers and shooters, and they're playing well. You know, you don't luck your way to the Sweet 16. You need some good fortune on occasion to win multiple games in the tournament, but the teams that get here are all capable of winning and advancing. So that wouldn't surprise me. I love Creighton, though. I love the way they've recaptured mm. how they played early in the season. You know, the first six, seven, eight games, they were rolling. They were really rolling. Fun to watch. Extremely versatile and balanced offensively. Play at a good pace. Defensively, they've gotten better, um, particularly with Kalkbrenner in the middle, anchoring the paint form. Uh, they're not very deep. Basically, play six and a half guys. But I, I really, I really thought Creighton was a dark horse team to to get to Houston as a six seed. And they've uh, wait, wait, they, they've you proven they're capable. They have six and a half player. They don't. They have a player who's a half a player. <laughs> no, no, wait. no. That's just a fit. That's just a figure of speech. Oh, man. okay. Right. I was thinking, yeah, you yeah, know, because yeah, yeah. Kansas State has one of those, and it's Marquise Noel. He's, he's <laughs> he at five eight. <laughs> You know, there are certain guys that defy logic on the basketball floor, I, yeah. right? There, there'd be times yeah. you'd go play and you'd go, how is that guy doing yeah. what he's doing, right? Yeah, 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 no doubt. When I first saw, I came out of high school in 79, one of the really outstanding, perhaps the best high school class ever with Worthy and Dominique Wilkins and Isaiah Thomas, Sam Bowie and Ralph Sampson, and Sidney Lowe and Thurl Bailey and Dale Ellis and Dirk Mentham. When I first saw Isaiah Thomas in an all-star game I played in, I was like, how is this little dude doing what he's doing? <laughs> Ball handling, shot making, passing. I was like, my goodness. Then when I saw Ralph, this dude 7'3", man, pulling up, pulling up off the dribble. After he had raked the rebound and took it to the left and then pulling up from 20. I'm like, what the heck is this? You know, so, yeah, there are guys, when you see them, you're like, oh, my goodness. And it just has continued to ball. KD, Steph, you know, you can name LeBron combining just unbelievable basketball skill and savvy with uh, a, a, an unbelievable athleticism and physicality. I mean, so. Yeah, yeah, there are a lot of guys when you see them, you're like, whoa, man. This is, but I wonder, this is just... Isaiah Thomas underrated because it seems like a lot of players don't like him, and he played for the Pistons, and they didn't like the bad boy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, again, you can't disconnect some personal feelings towards a guy in terms of how he'll be discussed, but the credentials are obvious. And I tell you, in conversations, barbershop talk, talk radio talk, when you start talking about uh, – dynamic, great, smaller guys, he's in the head of the class. I mean, he's on the short list of the roll call. I mean, there's no way to deny that. Why I mean, are you going to put him on a you but, put him on a short list? What are you doing? You can't put him on a no, he's short one of list. The best but, but, but we got <laughs> part of it. I mean, again, Zeke was 6'1", yeah. 6'2", was 6'1", but uh, fantastic, man. Marvelous, marvelous player. And, uh, because I'm, I'm a little biased because he's part of uh, my era and my, my high school class. And uh, and I got to see him up close in college and then a little bit in the pros. And then we had crossed paths in some high school all-star games. So, yeah, he's um, he's clearly one of the one of the great players of all time. And I just think sometimes he gets a little bit short riff because of uh, <laughs> how some people felt about him and those Detroit teams. But I'm sure he's 
he's um, reconciled that with um, a couple of championship rings and Hall of Fame. I'm sure he's he's fine with that. He's got a great place in the game's history, that's for sure. How do you explain the Joker? Oh, my goodness. I, I can't, other than he's marvelous to watch, man. Um, you know, I just read an article not too long ago where they talked about somebody, I think George Ravelin, yeah, Coach Ravelin sent me an article about how players from that part of the world have really made an impact on the game. There have been a number of great players come from there. How they all are trained, no matter how big they become, they're trained in basketball skills, all skills. Footwork. Shot making, footwork, handling the ball, passing. And that's the way they're taught the game from when they start playing. And if they end up being – 6'10 or 7 feet or 6'9, they play a style that's beautiful to watch because it's so fundamentally um, sound. And, uh, man, he's – oh, my goodness. He's a joy to watch. He's, he's, a, um, he's a ballerina uh, with um, a body of an old-school center. And, man, it's um, – yeah, he's 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 amazing. So is Joel Embiid, yeah. for that matter. When well, you if you about, look at the best yeah. players in the game, they're yeah. not from the United yeah. States. Mm. Great point, Dan. right? Yeah, Giannis, Luca. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Giannis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But do you Man, go back? With, you know, you had you had Dirk, but you had yeah. Manu. Well, uh, I remember Sharunas Marshallonis was yeah Marshallonis was uh, one of the Peja first. Stoyakovich. Yeah. Uh, I'm thinking of the other guy too, um, Drazen, Drazen oh, Petrovic. Yeah, the great Drazen before his tragic, yeah, early death. Um, yeah, um, yeah. There were a number of guys that, but now it seems like there's more of a proliferation of them. But some of that is just more kids can see them and emulate them and aspire to that and and make their mark too going forward. What's it like spending the day or night with Barkley? <laughs> oh man, it is such a treat, man. He's just such a genuinely good guy, first and foremost. And he's naturally funny. I mean, he's not putting – I mean, he's naturally funny. He's quick-witted, very, very sharp, knows the game, knows people, uh, successful business guy. I mean, he's just he's, – he's a joy to be around. He's a joy to be around. There's a mutual respect we have, he and I and Kenny and Greg and Ernie and Seth, the whole crew, man. We have a great respect. But he's he's unique, man. There's just not many guys like him in terms of – Genuine humility, graciousness as a superstar celebrity, and uh, great humor, naturally funny. And uh, he, it's easy and fun to be around. And that's, um, that's a gift. That's a gift. Great talking to you again. And always, DP. Always, always great. I look forward to it, man, whenever we get a chance to chop it up. Keep doing what you're doing, man. Thanks. I remember you trying to dunk when we went and did a game when we were working at ESPN. I think you, I think you got it over the rim. I think you actually, it was kind of a, it was kind of a um, dirty snow dunk. It wasn't like clean white snow, but it was, it was still legit. It counts for white guys, though. Oh, you're qualifying it. <laughs> yeah, I was. You know, we call that a rub dunk. Thank you. Thank you. I was looking for terminology. That's better. Than yeah, a little rub dunk. Because I remember we were shooting around. We were at UMass. Yes, yes, yes. And yes. Midnight Madness. When would that have been, Dan? That had to be like late 80s, right? Pro- well, Calipari was there. Yeah, yeah. That was, that was his first year there. I think it was like eight. I think it was like 89, 
Or, yeah. yeah, 88, 89, or 90, right? And, and he heard that I was uh, dunking. He came out of the locker room, and he wanted. Yeah. He was like, oh, I hear I hear you're, you're uh, trying to dunk here. I said, I'm not trying. I'm dunking. <laughs> Coach Cal. Uh, they might have had Camby that year. Uh, I don't think he had gotten there yet. He he was there in '96, so I don't oh, think okay. he had gotten there. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. That was yeah. That was well after us. Yeah. Okay. I think that might have been Cal's first year there. Yeah. So I might have been one of the better players on the floor back then. You could have been. Yeah. You very well could have been at that time. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. Uh, great to talk to you again, buddy. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks, man. Clark Kellogg, CBS. We'll take a break. Some phone calls coming up next. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Two NBA insiders podcasting twice a week to plug you right into the NBA grapevine. All happening in only one place. This League Uncut, the new NBA podcast with me, Chris Haynes and me, Mark Stein. Join us as we team up to expound on everything we're covering, hearing, and chasing. Listen to This League Uncut with Chris Haynes and Mark Stein on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. want to thank our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. Panini America has everything you need. A premier collecting experience with the most sought-after NFL and NBA, FIFA, and WNBA trading cards. If you're looking for rookie sensations, they've got that. How about timeless legends? They've got that. Panini America also breaking new ground on NIL, featuring the biggest names. Caitlin Clark's in there, Angel Reese, J.J. McCarthy, Michael Penix Jr., and so many more. If you're into cutting-edge digital collectibles, don't miss Panini's NFT platform at nft.paniniamerica.net. Some of the first opportunities to collect this year's rookie class. Whether you're a collector of physical cards or a digital enthusiast, Panini has you covered. Check out their most popular brands. They got Prism, Select, Donruss, and so many more. And you got Panini Instant Cards celebrating the biggest sports moments on cards right after they happen, such as Draft Night Instance. Visit PaniniAmerica.net or download the Panini Direct app today. Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Got a new poll question. Paulie even enhanced it by saying, a thought-provoking poll question here. And we're not used to that any day of the week, especially on a Friday. I was reading that some of the NFL draftees, Will Levis and uh, C.J. Stroud, are going out to dinner with the owner, GM, coaching staff, at, you know, steak dinners and stuff like that. Do you order a drink when you go out? That's the question. Oh! If okay. you were like, Will, it doesn't matter. If you're any of those quarterbacks. I thought about this last night with Will Levis going out with Carolina. So if you're any of these guys, they're all 21 or over. Okay. You're sitting at the table. So let's say you're Will Levis and Frank Reich is, uh, they all got their menus in their hand. And Frank Wright goes, I'll have a uh, pint of blank. And you're next up. That means someone's already ordered a beer at the table. Uh, no. Why? But you don't need it. But you want a beer. What if, what if it you doesn't want, matter. What if the, but you, the green, but is there, are you trying to send a message that I'm here on business? Sure. Okay. You're going to pay me millions of dollars. The last thing I want is you to think, Oh, you're going to have a, a beer with me or two. How many are you having when you're not with me? No. And even if Frank Reich, okay, I'll, I'll let you behind the scenes of the ESPYs many, many years ago. Uh, Bill Murray's hosting. He had a bunch of writers with him, guys I think worked with him at Saturday Night Live. Somebody pulls out a joint and pa- starts to pass it around to everybody there. And all of a sudden it comes to my boss and then he passes it to me. He doesn't take a hit of it. Now I, I'm not sure what to do in this situation. And so I had to pass the duchy to the left-hand side here. And then the next time around, I thought, you know what? I have this opportunity in this moment with these guys and Bill Murray and they're writing things for the ESPYs. I'm going to have to, you know, do this for medicinal purposes. So I'm next to my boss, and I turned to pass it, and I thought, all right, let me just take a little hit off of this and passed it down. But I was there with my boss, a little bit different, but I wanted to make sure. If he was going to, then I definitely was going to. But then I thought, "Eh, John's not taking a hit. Would anybody have a drink if they went out with the – possibility of this team drafting you Paulie? i would if i saw the other people at the table having a drink and no. i'm going back to my hotel and i'm not driving i would have you one you can't i'm a grown man i'm not gonna fake it for you and let the chips fall oh i you ah, don't beer. need a beer there just because they're having it Oh, if they jump off a cliff, are you going to jump off a cliff? See, all of a sudden, I start asking you questions about yourself if you have a beer. Yes, Seaton. When you're 21, you're still enjoying the novelty of being able to go out and order a beer with the adults. You don't need a beer. Yeah. You know what I mean? You might want one. I would just be like, nah, I'm on a diet. 
Like I'm just I'm just training. But like when you're 21 years old, you're not like, man, long day at work. I'm grabbing yeah. a beer. Yeah, man. You know what I mean? This like is, this whole draft process is stressful, man. I'd like to have a beer. Yeah, let's get a cold one. Can, huh, I, get a, can I get a, a, a shot of Pappy Van Winkle too? <laughs> I think I'm going to need that. Take the edge off here. You're still kind of tickled about taking out your ID and being like, <laughs> yeah, legal. That's right, I can. Yes, Paulie. Okay, part two of the question. You're looking at the menu. It's a steakhouse. The most expensive steak on the menu, let's say it's $65 and it's a marbled T-bone blow, whatever. Would you order the most expensive steak on the menu or would you think it through and be moderate? I would not order the most expensive thing on the menu. What if that's what you really want? I would, if I wanted a beer, would I have a beer? Yeah, but these organizations, NFL, billions of dollars, no, I can't get, get a, I got to pick the $58 steak instead of the $67 steak? You don't think that they're reading into this? I you definitely agree think, that you don't have a drink, and I wouldn't have dessert either. Oh, he's going to get fat. He wants a piece of chocolate What cake. if you really want what dessert? What if you want dessert? you got to draw the line somewhere. Oh, <laughs> yeah. But, but the difference in price of steaks, the ribeye rib is 58, this one's 66. No, no, no. It, that's not the point. You want, you want some. They're going to read into what you're ordering. Yes, yeah, You know where I'm squeezing them for every dollar? My contract. contract. Not on a steak. Steak, yeah. all right, yeah, man, I'll get the uh, New York strip for $34, no problem. But then uh, when it comes time to contract, I want the 34 mil, not the 30. All know? right, what else, Pauling? Last one. What if you ordered a more sophisticated drink? Like, could I see the wine menu and you ordered a nice glass of wine that was, like, to go with your steak? No. Or a, I thought that maybe no. show some, like, background education, no. diversity. No, you could still be an alcoholic. Like, it doesn't matter if you're, hey, I order high-end wine. I don't have a drinking problem. Yes, Tom. Can you get an appetizer? Can you get a side dish? Or you're, you're taking advantage if you want uh, some mashed potatoes on the side or something? Oh, or you want a little Caesar salad you to go. start? Okay. All right. You got slapped down with the steak, and now you come bisque. back. Here we go. I'm going to have the second or third most expensive steak. Todd. I'm getting the lobster bisque. Todd. An NFL team. They can take care of my you're, appetizer and my steak. You're better than that. Very slightly. Final hour coming up on this Meet Friday. We'll get to phone calls. Fritzy, Seton, Mar, Pauly, yours truly. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments, where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces, like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even mean? thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, or you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. 
Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.